Hello and welcome to the Broski Cast. After an overdue hiatus, we are back. And this week we're talking the top 10 talkers of all time in the wrestling business. I'm Caleb Salzman, and joined with me, as always, is the Bret Hart to my my brother from another mother, Jason Salzman. Jay, how we doing tonight? Still the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. It's the only way to be. Right. Man, so, I... How are you doing, bro? I'm good. I I am good. Hey, I just want to I say, am, first off... I, you know, a lot of people out there, they probably go, broski cast, they're just bros or whatever. This is yeah. really my brother, you guys. I love this man. And uh, he was looking very dapper in his suspenders and bow tie at the wedding this last uh, week or two, man. Looking good. Yeah, I was killing it with that, or I was trying to. My wife it. was looking better than I was. but Oh, know. man, always. Yeah. I mean, what? Our yeah. wives look better than us. That's just the way it is. Yeah. But it says yeah. a lot about our handsomeness as well. I, I guess so. I guess right? so, man. That's, also, that's I was going to tell you this. I didn't want to. I didn't know if you would get it or not. And people, do yourself a favor. Caleb Salzman, Facebook. Go check him out. He's got a great Facebook page. He's always putting old videos and stuff and and neat little tidbits um, from the wrestling world. But um, yeah, go check out the picture. And everybody out there, I was gonna roast my dude. I always roast my dude. He knows when I'm roasting him good and everything like that. But um, boy out. Like a year or two ago, or whatever, I got him. But um, this time I was gonna be like, "Hey, this, is anybody else waiting for Caleb to throw a roll?" No. But I didn't think anybody would get it. But he he kind of looked like the the guys that throw rolls to you at Lambert's in Springfield, See, I've Missouri. Never, I've never been there, but I I know I've heard of it though. Yeah, yeah have I, you heard? I, of I know it, the though? reference. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's how. They've got suspenders and bow ties. And I was just throw like, Caleb, throw me a roll. And yeah. then I was like, see, nobody would have got it. I would have got it. I was worried people wouldn't have got, got it. it so. But but no. <laughs> it's all in good fun. I, I uh, No, I, I had a good time. And uh, I don't really like getting all dressed up like that, awesome. as you can tell. But, uh, but you know. Yeah, man. No, no, no. You look great. Man, your hair is looking that just, I mean, just, but you look yeah, like Carrie. I don't, I don't know how I'm keeping it, to be honest. Yeah. Man, it's, I don't yeah. know either. Look at your genetics. Our dad was just like yeah. bald at like 30 years old. It's shocking though. Hey, I'll take it. It's all right it, yeah. though. I mean, hey, you know, the the one thing about Mike Salzman is he was, yes, he was bald, but again, like, like his sons, he, he you know, he could marry up. And he was the ladies' man because he was a great talker, That's just right. like the gentleman. Um, we're I love that segue. That's about. a great segue. And I was going to tell you earlier, like I, I'm super pumped about this subject because if you don't have talkers in the wrestling business, I mean, yeah, I you can wrestle your ass off, but like if you can't talk them into the the, the building, then what's the point, you know? Yeah, and 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 it's like you know, like one of the guys we're going to talk about in the list tonight. And you can probably deduce who I'm talking about if you're a fan and you follow the, the sport, things like that. But, you know, Jim Ross once said, and the guy never had a great body. He's a never, great, never a great athlete. But he understood the psychology of this business better than anybody on the planet. And it's, it, it's that kind of arsenal. Having that arsenal. And I heard 
I always got to throw the shameless Brett plug in, but I heard Brett one time in a shoot interview talking about, you know, he was rating different point systems from one to 10 on different aspects of a wrestler. And of course there was like work rate look, but then also talking and mic work. And it's just such a big part of your character and your persona. And it's such a big part of how you sell yourself and how you sell really the product and why why wouldn't we talk about that i mean i'm, yeah. I'm that's why yeah, i'm super pumped this business throughout the many many promotions not just wwe but all the different promotions you talk about jim crockett wcw uh, the awa the nwa uh, whatever it may be there there's been just tons and tons of great talkers and it's just a countless countless list i mean honestly we probably could have been here all day thinking about all the many great talkers. And once we narrowed our list down, I was sitting there thinking, man, like, yeah. how the heck did this guy not get on the list? You know, how there's this guy so many. The list? I was just like, well, we got it. I know. And it's funny too, too, because I, I, I was the same thing. I, I went over it and I was like, when I looked at our top 10, I was like, okay. Yeah. At, one, at some point I'm like, yes, we have to get it to 10 people. But at the same time, I was also like, mortified on some of the names that we don't have on here and i mean for the marks out there i mean for the real real marks like the ones that are going to be like you know remember the mr wrestling two days and mid-south wrestling and stuff like that i'm sorry but like some of the names that aren't going to make our list are guys like michael hayes and hot stuff eddie gilbert and 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 like yeah those guys were oh, yeah. incredible and did an awesome job on the mic. But like I said, we had to get to yeah, the cream we're of the crop. Like you know, all time that's here. that's what we had to go with this. Yeah, um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like I like what you did there, Mike. Yeah, we'll get to him. We'll okay. get to him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. We'll get we'll get to that guy. Um, but yeah, yeah. I am super yeah. stoked. Um, um, I guess. I guess we don't have anything else. I mean, we can start off with our honorable mentions. I'll um, I'll say the name. I'll let okay. you yeah. I'll let you share your thoughts on it, and then I'll t- take it, and then we'll just keep rolling okay. with it. Um, first up on the honorable sure. mentions, um, man, uh, he for me he was he's one of a kind, but it's the one, the only CM Punk. The pipe bomb. Oh, man, the pipe bomb. I mean, you know, and man, what's so weird about Punk's legendary promo, because, I mean, let's talk about, yes, we're talking about worker. I mean, the mic work as a whole, not just one instant. But that was one of those instances where, okay, like, you you know how we've seen the work shoot? interviews and and promos you know um give everybody a great example vince russo bash at the beach or you know you'll never see that piece of shit again talking about hogan it's a work shoot he did a great job you know sorry corny please corny be listening don't ever be mad at me for saying but he did a good job on that selling and everything but you know it's a work shoot um i you know i think it came to pass that there really were issues with cm punk and the direction of of the company and Vince and all of it, um, and it came out in that promo and it, it made it legendary. I mean, if you 
if we if this was the top 10 promos that would have made it that we're doing tonight just specific promos um but man great great mic work um you know yeah. breaking the fourth wall there and then all of the stuff he did with cena during that run um you know i'll never forget those two guys making that feud um punk's music hitting when he came back and and cena with the oh my god you know uh just it just so it gives me chills i mean it was so good all of it was so good um go and put it in your put it in your youtube search bar seeing a punk return and uh, watch that whole exchange just incredible and his whole mic work throughout that whole summer where they had that big run was awesome um he was pretty good you know before then uh before he even started doing a lot of the best in the world stuff and the stars and everything like that so yeah, CM Punk. Yeah, he's the dude. I, I love everything you just mentioned. Um, for me, th- that you know, that was a monumental time, and that's when my fandom for CM Punk really took off. But I remember years before, and I don't know if you do or not, but I remember his feud with Jeff Hardy, whenever they were blurring the lines between uh, fact and fiction, and it was, uh, you know, CM Punk was doing the whole straight edge right. Messiah thing, and. And Jeff Hardy, you know, yes. I, I hear that he's finally on the straight and narrow, thank, thank the good Lord above. But for a time being, you know, he was on almost everything out there. And they played that into a storyline. And Punk mm-hmm. was just so good at just like, I'm better than you because I'm drug free because I don't do because I don't drink. I don't smoke, you know, and you do all this stuff and I'm, I'm better than you. Yeah. And he went on to form the Straight Edge Society and he... uh he remade all these people that were just, just uh, marred by drugs and alcohol. And he was almost like a Charles Manson type. I know that's a terrible, terrible way to put mm-hmm. it, but that's just the way, the, the best way. It's almost like a cult leader, but he was, he was so good yeah. in that row. And that's, yeah. that's, that's the best CM Punk I could think of as far as on the mic, not only as a character, but just on the mic, just, he, he knew how to, he knew how to cut the promo. Perfectly, perfectly, and that was a great, that was a great breakdown and a great, you know, um, addition that you put there because you're exactly right. That was such a neat thing that he did there to to, to take that, you know, art imitating life uh, in that way, sort of, sort of a different take on the Ravens flock, yeah, even maybe, you know. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really neat. It's funny really you mentioned neat. Ravens flock because you know he started off in ECW and our next guy, you know, he's the He's the creator. He's the originator. He's the original cult leader. I'm talking about Paul Heyman. You know, nice. Paul Heyman, yes. this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. he... my name is Paul Heyman. Um, from his mother's basement, you know, his mother's sitting there ironing clothes and they're, they're you know, they're cutting live uh ECW promos and stuff like that. Paul sitting there screaming into the mic. Um, it, it, I love that scene from Beyond the Mat, um, where they just show, like I said, this upstate New York house and um, just this little neighborhood. And yeah, <laughs> like you got the little old lady there doing the laundry, and and Paul's cutting the ECW. I mean, it was so underground. It was so raw, and Paul was the mastermind behind it. And he was the voice behind it. But I, I remember when he was Paul E. Dangerously on WCW 
when like Watts was going and all that stuff. And man, he 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 hit some hard promos. If you go to YouTube and and check out, uh, and I know I keep sending yeah. everybody to YouTube, but that's what we do. We go to YouTube, we see these classic moments. You know, some of some of this isn't on the network, but if you go on YouTube uh, and 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 check out the the Paul E. Uh, promo he cut on Medusa, you know, Alundra Blaze, whatever you want to call her, Medusa. Um, Medusa, uh, when she was in WCW, um, uh, and he and he called her a hooker. And I just remember when I was a kid, um, seeing that on WCW, um, it was like a really shocking thing to hear him, you know, call her a hooker on you know TBS, and she slapped him, and it was just wild it was like on a wcw saturday night or something and it was on paulie was like right no no i'll take that back i think it was on a halloween havoc it could have been one of those earlier halloween havocs and it was when he was managing rude when rude was having his rude was having like a decent run in wcw like he was like he was i think he may have been like the nwa champion remember when they had the big gold belt and but they called it the nwa champion and they would, and they would even do matches with like New Japan at the time. Like, like at that Halloween Havoc, I think he was he was wrestling like Masahiro Chono, and and, and it was for the big gold belt that was for NWA. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off here, but Heyman was like Rude's mouthpiece through that time, um, which is weird because Rude didn't need need a mouthpiece. We'll talk about a guy later, one of the greatest of all time, that was with Rude, and and he was his mouthpiece. But Rude didn't really need. Rude was pretty good on the mic, you know. Um, but but um, you know, Paul was with him at that time, and um, just kind of that underground voice, that raspy, crazy. But he was always like enhancing talent. Like he was always taking great talent, like into the another stratosphere to make them hall of fame talent just amazing I, I it's one of those that i had a hard time leaving out of the top 10 with yeah. paul Hayden. no i completely i completely agree uh, what about you, you pretty much hit everything on the, the head for me um no no you're good I'm sorry you're good. i talked too uh, much the the best the no. best thing i can uh get from paul Heyman is he's a great manager but also um and you said youtube and it's it, it's true. Like it's just easier to go on YouTube. It's it's you can get it on the network, but it's it's harder to like if you like say if it's a pay per view, you gotta skip through all the pay per views to get to the point where you okay. want or the same roll. You can just go on right. YouTube and find it. But on YouTube, there's a promo he does in 2001 when they're doing the invasion angle, where he shoots on Vince McMahon, and he pretty much runs down Vince McMahon. He's oh, like, yeah. you got you got attitude. You got attitude. No, you got nothing. You took that from me. And he's like, just just be right in him and it's that's that's my best yeah and promo that I, I that i personally love it um i love it it's great um well and, and paul Heyman single-handedly allowed him to kind of keep brock yeah. around and make him relevant you know still yeah yeah so um we kind of got this trend going because it's we talked about cm punk being a bit of a cult leader we talked about paul Heyman was the original cult leader in wrestling and then now you got we're talking about Mm -hmm. uh bray wyatt who you know hasn't relatively been in the business terribly long Mm -hmm. but he's just got a mind for it and he's just a great great talker and he just yes did did you see the mask 
What do you think about this angle? I mean, uh, let's not get crazy it's off kinda, on it, but I mean, yeah, do you like his reinvention? Or I, told, like, I do, uh, I I do. It's it's different though, but I, I like it. Okay. Um, I told Tiffany it's kind of like a, um, it's kind of like a, uh, oh, it's a twisted Pee Wee's Playhouse in a way. If you, that's just the best way I can put that. Um, yeah, yeah, which just sounds crazy, but right? yeah, I mean, I, I kind of dig it. It's, yeah. it's not too bad. He needed yeah. some. He needed something fresh. He needed something fresh. He needed yeah. to come back and be relevant. And if it's if it's kind of what he done yeah. no, before anyway. It. Um. Yeah, and I think he's been great. Um, I, the reason he makes this list is because, as you said, he's just got a, such a great mind. Um, he came through with something that was really cool. Nobody was walking out with a lantern uh, to this kind of Cape Fear type thing. Um, so, so really awesome, great talker. No, I I completely agree. It was uh, who who was the oh, crap? I'm trying to think of the name. Wait, Waylon Mercy is that the name? That's Waylon Mercy. Mercy. Lives are going to be in Waylon Mercy's hands. Dan Spivey. That's Dan right. Spivey, that's who actually. I was trying to think of. Man, you talk about looking in the mirror with that one, but. It's people say I've seen so many people say you ripped it off, but I mean I think you made it much a lot better, and I think it, I think it was honestly a tribute yeah. to that. But um, yeah, it was I, I've yeah I've liked everything he's done. Um, I haven't liked what they've done with him, but that's on a, that's a different topic. We won't get into that. But uh, no, I've liked I've liked everything they've done. Or he's done with that character. He's tried to make it work to the best that he can. So I, I dig it. Yeah, and you know, Bray's kind of in Bray's presentation and character crafting and everything he does with his promos, you can kind of tell, right, that he's been born and absolutely ingrained his entire life in re- professional wrestling business. Yeah. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, the guy's name is Wyndham Rotunda. I mean, you know, and he's named after his uncle and his and his dad. I mean, you know, of course, he gets his last name from his dad. You know, IRS, Microtown, whatever you call him. But, um, yeah, 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 yep. Hello, am I? Am I dad? Am I there? Hey, I think we got. Hello, that was weird. Sorry about that. We got disconnected. We're back. We're back. Okay. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, no, I, I, I just, you know, he was so. You, you can just tell in his work that yeah. he's such a wrestling fan, uh, and and has just been born into it. Um, and I, as I was saying, is you know, yeah, named after his uncle, and then his dad, of course, IRS Wyndham, Barry Wyndham. You know, I mean, of course he is, and so. Um, yeah, dude, the, the guy gets it and uh, he's great on the mic and that's why yeah, I, no, no, I completely agree. Um, we've got a couple names and we can just kind of skim them over. Uh, not that that's not, but we just, just to get on the list here, but, um, we've got, uh, we've yeah. rounded it out with Randy Orton and then we have edge and Christian. Uh, just if you have any thoughts on those, those yeah. guys. Oh, Randy's good. Um, another guy that sort of I think is good on the mic because he understands the business so well. Um, and then Edge and Christian were just really funny, and but but also Edge could could like Edge and Christian both really 
but Edge could really cut that angry promo um, really well too. And then Christian could do like the, I'm the smartest guy in the room. You know, you guys are all idiots, you know, promo really good as well. So, I mean, all three of those guys were really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, The only thing I have to say about Randy Orton is just go back anytime during 2009 and just look at the promos he was cutting. He was the best Mm heel out there um, until they turned him face, which was just awful. Um, Edge and Christian, great as a tag team as far as just being funny. Um, their whole kazoos and streamers thing. I about died on the floor laughing at that. Um, I, I love the whole radar uh, run because he was such a great heel. Um, I personally hated him at that time, cause, and he was doing his job, so I'll give him that. And then uh, Christian with the yeah. whole peep show, yeah. loved it. It was funny, but yeah, that's what I've that's yeah. what I've got on that. Um, man, let's let's jump right into it. We're gonna. I mean, if we're jumping the top ten, we're gonna uh, jump. What a what better way to start off than the Macho Man Randy Savage? Ten, number ten. Oh, you. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, the guy. Um, whether you look at, he had everything. If you talk about like a five tool player, uh, he was a five tool player. He had it all. There wasn't anything that he wasn't good at. Um, he was meticulous and everything. Um, sometimes, and, and here's what's crazy. He makes this list, even though sometimes the promos got a little crazy, but that was the gimmick, was crazy and and psycho. Um, and he'd take the glasses off to show you. Maybe yeah, I am a little insane, you know, and then the crazy look in his eyes and then the work that he did. With the promos, hit back and forth, in the feud with Jake, is the is some of the greatest work in the history of the biz. I mean, he's just top notch. I, I, I like that. Uh, and I go back, and you sh- you mentioned it on my. You can check it on the Facebook. I, I, I'm a sucker for classic pro wrestling. I like good interviews, and I'll just go back and I'll watch them. Um, I liked his stuff with Jake. I love the the cream of the crop promo. Any any time he got into yeah. <laughs> anything with Mean Gene, it was just the funniest thing because Mean Gene was trying to stay as straight and narrow as he could, and then you had Macho over there going a hundred miles an hour, and then adding about fifty miles an hour to that because he's just he was nuts. And then uh, yeah, yeah, the mega powers exploding, him freaking out back there on Hulk Hogan. That was. That was just awesome. Um, that was just... yeah, and and um, if you so so give so to give people some notes on on some YouTube suggestions for promos to go watch the Mega Powers promo on Hogan the Hulkamania yeah. is did you know? Um, I ate your guts. That one. Okay, go go watch that one, um, and then. The, mm-hmm. This Tuesday in Texas, yep. Does that ring a bell with you? This Tuesday in Texas, the the promo he cuts on Jake there, and then he cuts the promo short to run out yep. of the ring to catch Jake. Um, and Macho just comes blasting down the aisle. Um, he says, uh, "You know, I don't trust you. 
you you want us to trust you. I don't trust you. And you know, then it goes again. I mean, it's just it's just like I said, some of the best work that's ever been done. And it was awesome. And you know, there's so many more, you know, that he was right on. His his you know we we didn't even mention history yeah. beckons the macho man. To go down to the Pontiac in front of eighty plus thousand in the Pontiac Silverdome to maybe the re- best WrestleMania match of all time, if not the best, it's it's right up there. So, wow! I mean, the dude yeah. just did it. It's it's I don't know about everyone else, but it's the best for me. Um, that's that's just the way it is, and that's the yep. way it's always going to be for me. Um, yep. talking to, we're talking about the best, the absolute best. Number nine, Number this nine. guy. He still thinks that he's the best in the world, and I really can't argue that sentiment. I'm talking about the guy that completely is the king, in my opinion, the king of reinventing himself and just turning a character and keep turning a character and keep turning a character. I'm talking about Chris Jericho. And before before I let you start there, um, I got a little bit of a sidebar here. Um, the Mrs. Caleb Salzman has a little bit of heat with us right now because not because he's on the list, but because he's so far down on the list. She's, she's very upset that Chris oh, Jericho no. is, she's, she's not, she's very not upset that Chris Jericho is not number one. I was like, so funny, um, reinventing himself. Like you said, time after time, after time, he stays relevant. He, he doesn't, he never looks scripted. He never looks like he's like, fumbling for words or like just eating up time like stupidly he's he's doing everything with a purpose so i think you know i I think that's the reason that we think so highly of him and even though he is down the list a little bit sorry tiff he is very much revered in our hearts and he's not he's certainly not that low on the list as far as my all-time favorites he's a lot higher up um, I think he's uh, one, and when it's all said and done, you know he'll he'll be on that count on one hand list. Um, he, just because he's been so incredibly iconic for so oh, long. I, I agree, um, man. He's from his time in WCW. I didn't really see a whole lot of him. He didn't really do a whole lot of promos for me, like when you go back and watch ECW. But when they let him on the mic in WCW, he was he was great. He talked up a storm the entire everything he did with Dean Malenko um there was a promo he did in Chicago one night where he was cutting a cutting a promo and they went to commercial break and he pretty much was doing the, the my, my list of a thousand holds and he pretty much just got on the mic and berated Chicago mm-hmm. and just said uh, you know the Bulls suck the Blackhawks suck oh, the man, Cubs yeah. suck which they do sorry guys but uh yeah, but yeah, he's just going on a tirade, suck. and then he came back, and they're just yeah. ruining him, and he just keep going on about his list, his list, and then it's funny because he was talking about list <laughs> back then, and then almost twenty years later, he'd be talking about the list of Jericho, and he'd be calling, yeah, he's like, you just who can list. make? It, it's crazy all the things that he can make work. He made a list work. He made stupid idiot work. He made a a game work. You know, it's mm-hmm. the guys that. Yeah, he's an icon. That's yeah. I mean, just the little stuff like that. I mean, you have to be able to build a brand. You know, every wrestler is 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 his own company. Um, 
and and that and his character, his persona, everything is is you've got to get people chanting with you. Um, you've got to get people uh, saying your stuff. You got to get people when you stop talking, they're a- able to in unison do what you would do. And you see it with Haman. You see it with Elias. And those are the things that if you're doing that, you're again you're checking that mo- that box as part of what you need to be doing in this business to be successful. And he did it in every decade at every company he's went to hell. He's doing it now with the hottest new thing. I mean, they just landed a damn TNT yep. deal. It's a wow. Um, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that may need to be the next episode. I know. I, I agree. I agree. But, um, no, he's, I mean, he's it. iconic man. And, that's the the best way yeah. the best word to describe is to see he's iconic, just like our next guy on the list. Um he's he's iconic as well. He's very yes. brash and in your face and that's that's okay. I think that's the reason that wrestling fans like like him. Like I know that's why I like him. I I damn sure know that's why you like him. Uh, I'm talking about Jim Cornette. Yes. I mean maybe Maybe the best mind for the business. Maybe I. I mean, that's it's hard to say because there's been so many good ones. Dusty was really, really good, and um, and there are others that you know, there are other you know bookers and various people that you know you know have have been good and and with psychology and everything. But I think you know, Corny was that guy that you know, you know, it, it's a not it's. He, it's not, you know, he's not, it's still real to me, damn it, guy. But, like, he's he's that dude as far as, like, in a in an acceptable, respectful, like, way, in a way that people yeah. can get down with. Like, he, he wasn't, down, he wasn't no. down with the curtain call um, because he's old school. And he, and, and, you know, he didn't want the wrestling business to die. He didn't want it to be completely cheapened or faked or, or anything like that. And, I mean that always came through um, in the things that he did. But as far as his talking and his mic work, I mean, he had the best one-liners. He was the funniest. I mean, he, some of the stuff, man, go, if you go, man, there's a, there's some stuff of him cutting promos, like on Ole Anderson. That's so funny. And some of the stuff he said, and, um, you know, just always being able to be that mouthpiece. I mean, you know, they they brought him in WWF, and um, at the time, you know, he was kind of out front for Yoko because Yoko wasn't really a talker, but he had the belt. And so, you know, Courtney's like, yeah, I'll do that if you let me, like, bring up the heavenly bodies of yeah. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So he's just a, he's just a character, man, um, and he's – freaking hilarious and he knows exactly what to say how to eat he knows exactly how to sell a match he knows exactly how to sell his character as a somebody that you wanted to hate everybody wanted to hate him everybody everybody hated jim Cornette. that damn tennis racket you know and he's got that loud you know obnoxious high-pitched kind of voice and everything you know like you know everybody knows how great bruce pritchard does it. it's so funny when he gets doing this yeah. Cornette impression but you know, what can I say? I, you you can't have this list no. without this guy. Right? Um, no, no, you can't. Um, 
and you you can't you really can't and I'm I feel bad about originally not including him, but now that I look back on it, I don't know why I didn't kick my own ass for this, but I don't think you can have any list without this next guy. Um, I'm talking about Hulk Hogan, nope. and I, I'm still shocked that I yeah. didn't originally include him. Uh, I'm just I, yeah. I'm baffled. I'm just like I'm <laughs> we were looking like, at oh, it. Oh man, that's like, a great really? list. And I'm just like, and then you put Hulk Hogan. I'm like, how in the hell did I forget the the biggest wrestling star of all time? Like, yeah, like yeah. Well, and 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 a and a star yeah. in the interview room too. You know, you know something, Mean Gene, twenty-four inch pythons. Um, you know, by hook or by crook. You know, and then he's backstroking with the sharks, going after it. I mean, you know, the the guy, you know, when he created that Hulk Hogan character, the the whole creation of that centered around those interviews. You know, the training. I'm hanging and banging. You know what I mean? I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing this, and pointing at his palm, and you know the power of all of Hulkamania is right here. You know, like I mean, and 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 he had the, you know, uh, the just the the charisma, and and then when he turned heel, oh my God, Hollywood Hulk, Hulk it's just like he, it's just like he went to another level. He just went to another stage, and he did it so flawlessly. And I think some of his best promo work was when he was a heel and he was Hollywood. So, I mean, it's crazy to think that he was that good. I mean, he may be a little bit low on our list because he was that good. On no, and I agree. I mean, he's the basis of his promo, and I don't, I don't mean this in negative light, it's just the way it is. The basis of his promo for me was, well, let me tell you something, dude, or, you know, like, but he would go on, he would go on, yeah, he would go yeah, on, yeah. and like, he hooked the people and the people dug it. I mean, I mean, look at WrestleMania three, nothing against the rest of that card, but I mean, look at it, you know, what were they there to see? They were there to see Hogan and Andre and Hogan and Andre for weeks, as well as with Bobby Heenan, they, they drug that, they drug that crowd into the silver dome, you know, and they, they made that happen. But, and, and then you flash, you know, flash yep. forward to the nineties and they're not really digging the Hulkamania, so he reinvents himself, and he's cool again. You know, he's Hollywood Hogan. He's not Hulk Hogan. Who's that guy? And it's yeah. it's it's I I can't really describe it any other way. I, I just he's yeah Hollywood Hogan, Hulk Hogan, whatever you want to call him. He's he's great. He's great. Um, he is great. And and he had and like you said, it, it was about the presentation. You know, he was the guy that was kind of, and and he even said in the Andre the Giant documentary, he modeled a lot of his stuff out of a guy that we had mentioned him, but he's on our honorable mention list, superstar Billy Graham. You know, um, you know, Hogan said he'd say, you know, you know, superstar Billy Graham would do it with a little more flair, and um, yeah. and, and and everything like that, and then Hogan just took elements of that and made it more intense. Yeah, no, I got you. You know what I mean? Um, no, I completely agree. Um, next up we have, and just like the, just like Hogan, you, you can't have him without, you can't have this list without this next guy. I don't think you can have this list without any of these guys, but it's this guy next coming up. You got the rock Dwayne Johnson, whatever you want to call him. He's, has there ever, yeah. Pie. Has there ever been a bigger 
star as far as just going from one business to another? I mean, personally, I just, I don't think so. No, because he's even a bigger movie star yeah. now than he was. And that's the crazy thing. I know. Because he only got to be a movie star because yeah. he was such a big wrestler. Um, I mean, you know, the, the guys is is like a, a supernova. You know, I, I, there's no, you know, there's, there's no way to not say he's the biggest. He's the biggest star, maybe, and, and put it that way. I know Ric Flair said that Steve Austin was the biggest star in the wrestling business that's ever existed, but, and that's true in the wrestling business, but I think star just in general out of the wrestling business would be the rock. And it's because he started, he started just being Dwayne. He started being this funny, likable, charming, you know, guy that, 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 you know, is the guy at the party that's got everybody laughing over in the corner. He's also the guy that looks like a million bucks and is huge and, you know, just has it all. And uh, almost makes you so pissed off at him because it's like, man, could he have at least, you know, had one thing where he didn't, you know, he didn't get he didn't get it or he wasn't excellent at it. But he, you know, his um, his matches were always really good. But, man, he sold him really great because he knew how to smart ass um everybody that was across from him and he knew how to smart ass the audience and he knew how to smart ass people that he was up against and it, it was just a beautiful thing to watch i mean the rock was the the rock was uh, a guy that uh, you know he he started being himself and it, and it put it in it sent him into the stratosphere much like much like stone cold oh, i agree um the best he had me hook line sinker as a kid um, I loved The Rock as a kid. I, I just thought he was great. Um, the best, the, the best yeah. way I could describe it to the listeners, and I, I hope they've seen this. But if you haven't, you need to go to YouTube and just pretty much put in search anything to do with him and Michael Cole, and it's it's comedy gold. He he was the king of owning Michael Cole back before that was a cool thing to do. Man. Um, that's yeah. good stuff. No, you had me, like I said, hooked, line, sinkered. Um, yeah, the, 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 yeah. The, the it doesn't matter. Uh, interruptions were some yeah. of my favorite things ever. And, uh, and, and you know, when, he, when he'd get people going, you know, he'd lead them through the – he's like, yo, you, you, the rock, you, you, you know the rock likes that, right? You know what I mean? And he'd just keep them going, you know, kind of laughing with them, and then he'd just, yeah. boom, hit them with the freaking – oh, man, he was just so funny and yeah. great. No, it's, it, it's, it's good stuff, and it was also good stuff, you know, from about 98 to about 2001 when you had him – and you had his arch nemesis, I guess would be the best way to put it. His main rival, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's imagine that he's next up on our list. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh man, my personal favorite. Talk about your songs. Talk about your yeah. song three sixteen. Oh man, and 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 they make a T-shirt the next day from what the guy says, and. If you listen to Stone Cold Talk in any kind of shoot interview or his podcast or anything, I mean, that guy, Steve Williams, that's just a so, you know, big some bitch from 
you know, Texas, you know, that's him. And, and that's, that comes out in the Stone Cold character. He just started being himself and it made him the biggest star ever in wrestling. I mean, just unbelievable mic work, you know, cussing, giving the finger, doing stuff people didn't do, you know, becoming a popular heel. I mean, really being the first bad guy that the wrestling fans liked, you know, it just, I mean, it all speaks for itself. He's my personal favorite wrestler of all time. Um, I don't think that's ever going to... I, mean, I don't that's think that's a, ever going to change. He's, he's the reason that I got into pro wrestling as a six-year-old kid that probably shouldn't have been listening to him, but that's all right. Um, no, I just, I yeah, Thanks, I dug man. everything he did. Like, even like going. No, dad was, dad yeah, was I'm pretty sure he was, fan, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay. But I dug everything he did. I've even went back and I've seen some things that, was just kind of like, well, that wasn't that great, but it, you know, for me, I was just, this is this is the guy, and he could do no wrong, and um, yeah, you know, not a lot of people liked the Stone Cold Hill turn in two thousand one, but I actually looking back on it and watching it again, I actually liked it. I liked how he tried to play uh, best friends with Vince McMahon. He tried to do the whole comedy role. I, I know it didn't go very well, but Personally, I liked it. I like they tried to branch out and do something different. Um, and we, we would have never got, got the milk, milk truck. truck. We would have never got him and Kurt Angle singing with a guitar in the back to the vents. Yeah. And the little yeah. baby um, cowboy hat. No, uh, that oh as well. And then everything else he's done, you know, the, the King of the Ring promo. The You, you said it was, you know, the yeah. T-shirt selling. It's still selling to this day. They make so many variations of it. Um I just yep. can't say enough good words about Stone Cold Steve Austin as Mike work in the ring. He's just all time great. He's he's the goat. Yeah, if he's not, he's up there. That's that's for sure. I, I think I think he's him you know Hogan. him and Hogan. You know, yeah. pick pick one of the two. And then yeah, yeah no, I agree. Um, if they're if they're the yeah. goat at being pro wrestlers, then this next man's probably the goat at being announcer. Uh, manager, whatever you want to call it. I'm talking about yes. the brain, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah. God rest his soul. I wish Bobby Brain Heenan was still around doing interviews and stuff because he's so, he, he, you know, probably the smartest guy ever to, to grace the wrestling business. Um, and his, his man, he, he's the greatest manager of all time. And that will be told to you by everybody that a lot of people would call the greatest manager of all time. You know, I mean, they they are all getting together and saying, you know, it's Bobby. It's always Bobby. It's always been Bobby. It'll always be Bobby. Um, He was that guy, again, that took took the guys that that they thought this is how much they can get out of themselves. And now we're going to give them to Bobby and they're going to go to a completely whole other level. Um, you saw it with, with perfect, um, with rude again, um, Andre, you know, um, when you think of WrestleMania three and Andre coming to the ring, you, you know, it's, it's almost like you can't think of Andre without Bobby there in that white tuxedo, you know, heading down on the ring cart 
um, which those are still so funny to me. They had those ring cards, but um, just it knew exactly what to say. And then for my for my money, um, the soundtrack of my childhood was was Bobby and Gorilla going back and forth, and that, you know the like the greatest ever Gorilla Monsoon. Will you stop? Um, if okay, just people. Go on the network and watch WrestleMania Eight. If you can, if you can get past the fact that kind of WrestleMania Eight was just kind of, I I loved it because it's when I was such yeah. a fan, you know. So it's very nostalgic and special to me. But like a lot of people, kind of paying it, say it wasn't that great in WrestleMania, and it wasn't. the 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 main event should have been Flair Hogan, but whatever. Um, but that Heenan and Monsoon, that entire WrestleMania era is freaking. Gold, absolute gold. I mean, when he, when Flair's coming down the <laughs> Flair's coming down the aisle, and Heenan's like, you know, if you want to be fair to Flair, you got to say that's a great robe, you know, or whatever. And then Gorilla with the ultimate, will you stop? You know, like freaking out. It was just so abs. Oh my god, go do yourself a favor. It's just go watch it and just don't even watch. Just listen to those. No, two. it's perfect. <sighs> He was so funny. It, like, he had the quick wit and just the one-liners. And uh, I think they have yeah. – they have. I know they have it on the network. They have, like, the old primetime shows, like, where they try to be, like, a talk show. And, like, yes. Mr. McMahon would be on there, and he would yes. just be on there. And he oh, – it's, it's just so funny. And their little vignettes and, like, him and Gorilla doing these odd things, on, like, on a boat or whatever. Maybe you yeah. guys great. And then for me, yes. like – Good and him. No, I was just gonna no, say, no, like no, for me, ahead. I didn't, I didn't grow up, you know, watching wrestling at that time point, so I didn't see, except for you know when I go back and watch it now, so I didn't see Gorilla and Bobby. But me growing up, I watched WCW in the late nineties, so I got to see, I got to see Bobby Heenan with Tony Schiavone, yes. and yeah, Tony Schiavone, Tony he Schiavone, was always, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Which you know he's not gorilla, but I mean it was it was good commentary, it was good banter, and I I enjoyed it. Uh, it was still the same old classic funny Bobby, um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, right, that was good. You know, and for time on that commentary booth, he he kind of gave a little bit of banter to our next guy. I'm talking about you know the American Dream, baby. I'm talking about Dusty Rhodes. I'm talking about I'm talking about That's yeah. Good. Um, he he could have been higher for me, but you know, I, I'm I'm fine where he's at. But yeah, next up we got Dusty Rhodes number three. Yeah, hard times, hard times. Plumber's son, you know. I mean, on and on and on. You, you know, he said, you know, he's the guy that said, uh, my hands reaching out, you know, and 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 he connected with the people, and he was the common man, and 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 everything he said. You believed it, and you wanted to get behind Dusty, and he made it all happen through the microphone. That was what was so special about him. But he's just so smart. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's why. No, I, I think what I like the most about Dusty is there's been so many wrestlers that'll make these promos or cut these promos, and they'll just be, you know, I'm for the people. I do it for the people. You know, and they'll just go on and on about how they they're they're. I don't want to say common man because that was Dusty's thing, but though that they're one of one of us, that they're for the people. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if you look right. back, right. 
maybe maybe Stone Cold, but in, in more of a badass way. But Dusty was really the only guy mm-hmm. that was truly believable about being like, yeah, okay, that guy that guy gets me. I I get that guy. That's that's my guy right there, and he's talking about yeah. me. Yeah. Like, and I, I truly believe he's he's the best best promo at, the, at doing that to re, just getting the the audience just hooked yeah. hooked line and sinkered. Um, yeah. You know, remember remember saying, you know, my belly may be a little big, my my hiney may be a little big, but brother, I'm bad. And they yeah, know I'm bad. Yeah. I mean, actually, me and Tiffany just watched that promo about an hour ago. So, or not an hour, not an hour ago, but like almost awesome. about two hours ago. But yeah, I was kind of. I was gonna refresh her on old Dusty, not that I needed it, because I, I mean, uh, he's a great influence, but nah. But it's I, I love going back and watching his interviews. Um, I also love sharing a birthday with him, but um, that's yeah, I'm, wow. I'm still pretty stoked about that. That's a little sidebar. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, <laughs> You're playing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we gotta get you. We yeah, get yeah. You some polka dot trunks. I know. Trunks to wear on your I next birthday. I could rock this. That little, <laughs> that little uh, tank top, that down. little polka dot tank top thing that he had on with the, yeah. with the, uh, with the, uh, that he wore. all the. He, didn't he have a police Bandana. hat on for a period of time? Yeah, or a police. Yeah, yeah he had a police, police cap. Hat. Yeah, because yeah, he was. Yeah, a, that's right. He was feuding right. with the big right. boss man. I think it was SummerSlam '89. I think they 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 did it. And, and and interesting piece of trivia that same SummerSlam was the infamous uh, Gene Okerlund effort oh, yeah. when the SummerSlam sign fell down. <laughs> so yeah, during yeah. the Rude promo, and Bobby was in on that too. Oh man, good stuff. No, you know, man, Dusty. Uh, uh, you know what can I say? American Dream, uh, just so great on the mic, so great on the mic. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll we'll keep it going. Um, next up, we had your number one, but you know, I mean, I guess number two isn't bad either. I'm uh, you, we got Jake the Snake Roberts. Man, as cold as a razor blade, as tied as a tourniquet on the skin of a dying man, Randy Savage. The last time I saw you, you were flailing flailing for when that snake had chewed on that arm for some time he did chew you look in my eyes you see nothing you look in a snake's eyes it's so cold and devilish yes he takes what he has to does what he has to do just like me i mean you gotta be kidding me this guy he's not writing that down this is a this is the promo after the snake bite um my all-time favorite promo is the one he cut on DiBiase before their WrestleMania six match. Um, you will be the one that grovels for your money. Um, and um, you know that le- that ends with Gene. You know Longfellow couldn't have said it better. You know, um, and then the stuff with Macho Man was will be etched in the history books. And will never be touched for all time's sake. Um, cut a really good promo on The Undertaker before WrestleMania 8, too. I mean, just, I, I, there's a reason I had him as number one and I had to rethink it and 
go back because I, you know, I almost had him as the best ever. I mean, he's he's definitely got a claim. He's definitely got a shot at that claim. I don't. I'm not disputing that. He's I, what I like most about Jake Roberts is he was cold and calculating, but he didn't have to. And he said this many times. He didn't have to scream and holler. He could, you know, just use his regular. He right. just talked to you in a regular tone, and you could get chills up and down your spine Absolutely. with the way he was telling you what he was telling yep. you. Um, yeah, you pretty much hit all the hit all the main promo. The well, not all the main promos. I want to say main promos, but his bigger promos. And I just, it's no, no, I'm you're sorry, good. I, I know, I know, he's. He's one of your all-time favorites, and he is mine too. I I, I sometimes do that. I sometimes do those promos. Yeah, in the just get yourself psyched up. Um, yeah. No, yeah. no, I, yeah. no worries. Um, but yeah, he's he's been a big influence. At least I can tell. Like on some of the stars today, like you could tell. Uh, you could tell that CM Punk, in a way, kind of cut that same promo, not mm-hmm. to the full effect, but almost done the same. Uh, yeah, Bray, Bray has Elvis uh, Edge when he was doing some of his darker promos. Uh, yeah, I mean he's mm-hmm. yeah. You could say he's definitely heavily influenced. Um, yeah, I just can't say enough good things about Jake Roberts. He's he's great. He's great. Really um, good. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're at number one, and we are man. What a what a better way to dun, end it. Dun, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. The helicopter has just arrived. Oh man, this I know I said Hogan was probably the greatest wrestler of all time, but oh and I'm taking that back. I'm taking it back because it's for me my personal personal favorite is Stone Cold, but as far as all time favorite, I'm talking about the nature boy Ric Flair. The the greatest for me. The, yeah. the baby's arm. The, yeah. the baby's arm himself. Oh, Nate. You know, Nate. Remember, okay, remember when we were putting this list together and I was like, 92 Rumble yep. promo, tear in my eye. You know, but that's just like one of, like, and then you countered with, ah, I'm going to have to go with, you know, my house costs. I mean, my shoes cost more than your house. And it's like, it's just, it was, it's so hilarious that there's like a million of, and oh my God, dude, please tell me that you've seen, I know you have, but the, you know, the promo he cut on Bischoff at, in Baltimore where he takes all his clothes off and he, and he handcuffs himself to the ring and he's, you know, if you come, Bischoff, if you ain't out here when we come back from, uh, commercial yeah. i'm gonna be naked out here i mean it's just i mean oh my god and the jay lethal oh, oh my lord just i mean just and you know what's so cool about the jay lethal thing you if you watch that rick is having the time of his life and every time jay lethal something comes out of jay lethal's mouth rick is trying so hard not to smile and just laugh and because he's loving it you know it's just it's amazing dude it the guy the guy hit the earth and just left a crater i mean that's all you can say he was so magnificent in everything but on the mic he's no uh, i have seen the baltimore promo um no at first i thought 
I thought you were gonna tell oh me about God. the uh, the the one where he's like, "Fire me! I'm already fired," you know, and he's just like, and Bischoff's like, "You are fired." Yeah, and I, oh, yeah. I, I love that promo. Um, that was a crazy time. I'm sorry. No, I was the uh, no. It said the he goes. I yeah. got in my chair, and that fly attendant said, "Where do you want to go, Mister Flair?" And he said, "Hell, I think, I I'll, think go I'll go to Baltimore." Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody yeah. just pops hard, and it's like, and and Gene's like, the nage is heating up. Oh, oh, it's just everything is yeah. just. Too Another thing I loved about his time in WCW, anytime it didn't matter what, if he was a good guy, bad guy, didn't matter. Anytime he was out there with me and Gene, he'd be like, mean. Woo, by God, Gene, you know, yeah, God, Gene, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what was so funny, man. And you could tell hard because you didn't know at the time you weren't smartened up um, at the time. But after all these, you know, documentaries and behind the scenes and rise and fall of WCW and everything come out and know what was really going on with Flair, like with with behind the scenes, like, you know, how they were just kind of using him. And he was and he was just, you know, at that time in WCW, he was just miserable. And you could just see. You could just see in all of those interviews, especially that one in Baltimore that he cut on Bischoff, that he didn't give a shit. He was just like, screw it. I'm going to go out here and act crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. It's Tom good WCW stuff. is great. I mean, NWA, Jim Crockett, whatever you want to call it. I mean, honestly, the guy went all over. He was in the, completely went over the territories. He he was the guy, but I mean, everywhere, yeah. everywhere he went, he, he was the guy. He would talk him into the building. He'd make it to where their local yep. guy, like say, if they went to Texas, he'd just talk up a storm on. Uh, you you mentioned Kerry Von Eric earlier. He would talk up a storm on Kerry Von Eric, and he brought in what was it like forty, almost fifty thousand people to Texas Stadium. He brought them. Yeah, yeah. He'd go out. He brought them in to watch Kerry Von Eric beat the shit out of him because. Rick Flair got on the mic and was just telling the people of Texas how much, you know, the Von Eric sucked and all this other, you know, but he was so good. Or like he'd get on a promo and he'd be like, oh, such and such from Kansas City. I got this custom made and he got and he got like endorsements and stuff. And every time he went back to Kansas City or whatever it may be, he'd get free suits and whatnot just because he put them over. Man, he's just he's the greatest. That's that's all I can I, that's all I can he's say. That. That's all I can say. That's all you can that. say. Yeah, he's the greatest man. He's the greatest of all time, and and you didn't, you didn't need to, you didn't need to guide him. You didn't need to give him a feud. Ric Flair could just get on the mic and talk about Ric Flair, and yeah. everyone hated him because of it. But you all, like he always said, the women wanted to be with yeah. him, and the men wanted to be him, and uh, and. Uh, Space Old Space Mountain. Mountain. Oldest Space ride, Mountain. longest line. Yeah. No. It's classic. That's classic is the best way to describe it. And I I feel like I feel like this episode yeah. was kind of classic too. I I really enjoyed it. Um good stuff. I, I, I wasn't too, too sure about how we were gonna take a top ten, but I think we did pretty good on it. And I think I think we, we need to good. do some more in the future. Um but um Yeah, yeah man, I I dug it. I dug it. Yeah, I did too. I think we had a good top ten. You know, you know, you go down the list. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. 
and then and then to uh, number nine Jericho. was uh, uh, I believe Jericho, and then Corny. eight was uh, Corny, seven Hogan, six Rock, five Stone Cold, uh, four you had uh, Bobby um, Bobby the Brain. Who was four again? Bobby Bobby Brain, and then three you finish up with Dusty Jake Rick. Um, really good list, and I think you know everybody. I don't think we repeated what we talked about with that was so neat. Which every single person we talked about tonight, we didn't repeat anything. You know, they all had their own unique styles, and they were all unique and great in their own way. And I think that's why no, they made I, this list. I completely agree. Um, yeah, um, it was a great, it was a great time. Uh, I don't know any way to describe it other than that. Uh, we might have, we might have talked about other. things you know, like one person with another on the list just because they're monumental to that person. But it's like you said, we didn't we didn't say, oh, you know, Macho Man was great because he could talk and then say, oh, Jericho was great because he could talk, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think yeah. we did a good job. Yeah. Um, I think we did a better job than the first one. Yeah, so. Man, yeah. you're, I'm putting, us to, you know? you're putting us I'm over. You're putting us over. I'm trying to. Somebody's got to. You're, you're literally. You're, yeah. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's got, got going to do it for us. You know what I mean? No, it was awesome, and and like I said, you know, there may be some people we didn't talk about tonight, but that's all right. We're going to be doing this regularly. We're going to have a lot of things to talk about. We're going to have a lot of material to cover, and really, we're just getting started, um, and it's a lot of fun, and uh, it's something cool to do with my brother, and um, that we both love and have a lot of experience and knowledge in, and it keeps us in contact and 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 watching things that are interesting uh, to us and, and to be able to share it with everybody. I else. couldn't agree with more. I couldn't, you, you hit it right on the head with that one. Um, but no, thank you. Thank you sir. I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you doing this with me. Yeah. Um, I guess until next time we're going to sign off. All right. All right, bro. You take care. Tell everybody I said hi. And uh, uh, keep the wheel spinning you as well. You as well. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo. You know it. Later, buddy.